Hi, everybody. Hey, boo. Hey, I'm Neil. Hi, Nealzy. I'm Libby. Hey, boo. Uh, so, you know, when we were on break a minute ago, I my mind stayed with that movie Star Trek, and I started thinking about Gwyneth Paltrow and remembering the time she came to my office for a meeting. She only came once. <laughs> uh, there's a reason. Uh-huh. So, you know, my girlfriend that I love so much, really my very best friend in my life, Catherine Woodhouse, was the switchboard operator and main reception uh, person at Ford. And she was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes sense since she was your best friend Totally. I mean, she was from Bedford-Stuyvesant, Bed-Stuy. Where's uh, that? Well, Don't look at me like that. It's in it's part of Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. It's, you know, there's like Sugar Hill, Bad Stuy. These okay. are legendary sort of okay. um neighborhood. Neighbor yes. And uh well, you know the Sugar Hill gang and you know the music they make. Yeah. That's a Brooklyn neighborhood. Yeah, so these okay. people all can, you know, these people all um they were very rough neighborhoods at a certain point. Okay. So she grew now they're up like there. the trendy oh, yeah. hippity dippity. Yes. She coached Best Bed Stuy has been gentrified. Not completely, but uh, a but bit. this is how crazy my girlfriend Catherine was. <laughs> you know, she grew up there and at this point she was like f- early 40s, right, when she started working at Ford. And so what year are we talking? I mean, rough guesstimate. 91. Okay. Well, this story, well Gwyneth wasn't 91, but Catherine. So, yeah. <laughs> so well, you she's know, working the switchboard Right. As receptionist, checking all these models in, dealing with all you agents. Right. Now, we probably had two or three hundred incoming phone lines. Okay. So she was constantly saying, Good afternoon, Ford. Hello, Ford. Good morning, Ford. <laughs> Ford. Ford blah, 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 blah. And um, she could be really hysterical. <laughs> uh, she did, She could not remember all the girls' names. Right. So, so someone would call and say, and she'd say, good afternoon, Ford. And you'd say, hey, Catherine, it's, it, hey, Catherine. And she'd be like, hello, gorgeous. <laughs> so I'm like, you are so stupid. You don't even know who you're talking to. <laughs> this is the person that calls me one day and says, Mr. Hamill. I'm like, what? <laughs> she says, Don Tanella Versace is on the phone for you. <laughs> I said, you mean Donatella? And she said, that's what I said. That's what I said. Dontanella. <laughs> and she said, what the fuck? Excuse me. She said, whatever. Do you want to speak to her or yeah. not? And uh-huh. I said, she's returning my call. Yes. And she said, please hold for Dontanella Versace. <laughs> and I'm like, so when that call was over, I went down to the switchboard and said, you know, I'm going to beat your ass. And, she um, and I know her, and, and said, I know she said, oh, hey, Don <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't as bad as the switch as the receptionist before her when Johnny Versace physically appeared in the reception area Oops. of the Ford agency without an appointment. He was just coming by to say hello. And our French receptionist at, th- at that time, Jacqueline, did not believe he was who he said he was and oh, told him to get the hell out. dear. So he went to a payphone and called me. <laughs> 
And, and said, he was like, I just got kicked Bello, out of your building. What do I have to do? <laughs> I come to see you. I come to the building on uh, 344 East 59 uh, and uh, your reception. I said, that bitch downstairs told you what? <laughs> Ew. The French one? Was that Jacqueline? maybe why she was replaced with Miss Catherine? Yes. And I stormed downstairs <laughs> and I said, Jacqueline, are you kidding me? Johnny Vers <laughs> And she looked at me stone sober and said, I don't care, sweetie. Oh. I don't care, sweetie. Dear. You don't need to be working here. <laughs> so eventually we got Blushed rid of her. And the then French. Catherine got both jobs. Switchboard oh, okay. and reception. Okay. So every Thursday from 2 to 4, the whole world, anybody that wanted to be a model, could come to the Ford Agency for what is called open call. And so, so, how would they find out about this open oh, call broadcast? Well, if all you over. called up and said, "Hi, I want to make an appointment. I'm blah blah blah, and I'm from such and such, and ding dong, la la la," you would uh, the switchboard would say, "We see uh, models on Thursdays between two and four. But if I'm like Jane Smith and I want to be a model, and I call and say, "Hi," like whatever, they're like coming Thursday. From two and four. So anybody between two and four. Anybody? Well, we could. You could show your ass up, but <laughs> let me tell you something. It, depending on how many people showed up that day, it, when, when it was, they were in the stairwells and everything this else. Like we would a just nightmare. come out. And, oh, totally. We'd come out and say, "Everyone that is not five ten, please leave." Bounce. But you got your five foot five <laughs> young bloods who are like, "No, that doesn't apply to me because I'm me." Right. Of course. I'm special. You're like no. Those, those people got yelled at. Has an age limit. <laughs> those people got yelled at. Okay. Um, so, so Thursdays, two to so four, Thursdays open call four, days. 50 weeks out of the year, open call. So Gwyneth Paltrow was coming to my office one day for a meeting, and she lived, our office at that point was in Soho, and she was in the West Village, really close, like a 10-minute walk tops. And about <laughs> 10 to 4, our meeting was at 2 o'clock. About 10 to 2, I realized, oh, shit. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow is going to step off the elevator in reception to a room packed with a bunch of wannabes. <laughs> so I said... And this is probably during her... I mean, not that she's not in her prime now, but like pink dress, golden glow, or Oscar situation. Was like, this is the that day. period. Yeah. Right? When she was like... Oh, she was Gwyneth Paltrow. Top of no, her gizzy game. Absolutely. Instantly recognized. Yeah. She's hard to miss anyway. She's so tall and blonde and, and pretty. Gorgeous. Yes. kind of hate her. So I called Catherine and she didn't pick up, but she explained, it's open call. I'm busy. <laughs> so I went downstairs and I just came in the, from the stairwell and walked up to the reception desk and I said, Catherine, listen carefully to me. And she's like, what do you want now? <laughs> and I said, no, don't start. You have to listen. Gwyneth Paltrow is coming in in five minutes for a meeting with me. And she's just looking at me like, when you're finished. <laughs> and I said, you do know who she is, right? And she goes, okay, you know what? <laughs> she said, you mean that tall white chick and blonde and that blonde hair? Yes, I know who she is. I said, but, 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 but are you going to recognize her? She said, you better get up them stairs before I whip your ass. <laughs> you I do. She, and she literally would, I, she would literally look at me and she said, you do your job. And I'm going to do I'll mine. Do mine. And I said, okay, because here, like, when she shows up in five minutes, don't send her upstairs. Bring her upstairs. Right. 
You're going to have to get I can't up, leave my station. I said, yes, you yes, can. Yes, you can. Let the For phone this ring. this particular this situation. This is Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. And so <laughs> about one minute after five, she calls me and she goes, Gwyneth Paltrow is here. And I said, and you're bringing her upstairs, right? And she goes, you know what? <laughs> Let me see you in a dark alley, okay? And a couple of seconds later, here she comes with Gwyneth. Gwyneth sits down in my office and she goes, can I ask you a question? What was going on downstairs? And I said, uh, yeah. By the way, when you get back home, your assistant's going to tell you that I called and told you we should reschedule or meet somewhere else. But since but you, you don't, don't carry a cell phone. Since you don't carry a cell phone. <laughs> um, like you said, we had to continue nice. with plan A. Right. And... Um, I thought about hanging out on the street in front of the building and wait for you to drag you around the corner to Jerry's on Prince Street or something, but then all those freaky people start talking to me. Right. Because they know who I am in the modeling business. And I... And I need it. <laughs> can't. Can't. So, she said, so what, now, now let me, oh my God, this is fascinating, so I want to understand. So, all of those girls want to be models? All of those girls are models? I said, no. No, no, no. No, no. no. All of those girls want to be models. And all of those girls think they're models. And she's like, all of those girls want to be models? All of those girls? (laughs) And I said, yes, they do, sadly. And she said, oh, my God. Well, what do you tell them? And I said, well, if they're tall and blonde, I tell them, you know, I don't know about modeling, but maybe you could make it in acting. Yeah. And she looked at me and said, <laughs> so it's you I have to thank for all my competition. Oops. I said, oh, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Where is this happening? Are we new besties? Yeah. Because this is fun. Biffles. Biffles. And so she totally got it and loved my joke. And, and so anyway, I had had her come in because... Um, she wanted us to represent her for some non-acting stuff like beauty campaigns, fashion campaigns, etc. So we did, and I did, and uh, booked her for a Dior mm-hmm. handbag campaign. Okay. And um, they make a lot I of money w- doing that, right? Oof. I mean, like. Well, I. W- won't say how much it was because that would be indiscreet but it was a lot <laughs> it's like i don't really feel like doing a movie this year so i'm well, she didn't have to set. <laughs> she worked two hours so i set it up you know and so she comes back in and i'm like okay so we have our first deal here it is i've gone through it you should read it blah 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 Need you to sign. And she's looking at the number and she's like, excuse me, is this correct? I'm like, yes, that's correct. Wait, you got me how much? (laughs) And I'm like, just so that our listeners know, seven figures. Right. She goes, okay, well, wait, wait, wait. What do I have to do? I'm like, be in one picture. She said, one picture? You're like, welcome to the Players Club, honey. The Players Club. (laughs) I ain't trying to mess around with you. No. (laughs) And so I'm like, so we get to pick the photographer, the hair and makeup, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I don't really know a lot of photographers. I don't really care who does my hair and makeup. My how things have changed. Um, (laughs) I tell you know, like, what do you think? 
And I said, well, um, <laughs> I know you. I know Patrick DeMarchelier has photographed you for Harper's Bazaar. Were you pleased with the pictures? Oh, I love them. Did you? Love them, yes. She says, let's just get him. Okay. Okay. So I'll tell Dior to get Patrick DeMarchelier to shoot it. Hair and makeup. I mean, whoever you think. Are you serious? I'm like, I ain't going on the hook for this. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to send to no, your no. house. I'm going to send you five <laughs> books of five makeup artists, five hairdressers, and you pick. And so I said, or, you know, I can throw out some names. Do you want Jimmy Paul? Do you want Orbe? Do you want, who do you want? Who do you want? You want Leslie Lopez? Right. Who do you want for the makeup? Right. You know? So, um, and she, she said, okay, well, okay. All right. So tell me now what this is. And I'm like, well, here's the creative and it's you on a balcony overlooking Central Park and you're you're holding a Dior bag. In and fact, you're holding that Dior bag. Scene. In that picture. And she's like, okay. Um <laughs> I'm this is I'm can't even breathe. This is so fabulous in the money. I'm a little bit nervous about holding the bag because, you know, I don't want to upset all my friends. Say what? Like Mark Jacobs and Johnny Versace. I don't want to upset everybody. Carl Lagerfeld. I don't want. Mm. Did you say, Gwen, take another look at that number? That number. <laughs> and tell me about hurting people's feelings. Right. And I said, they don't care. Mm -mm. And by the way, they know my number. They can give me and a little ring they, ding ding. Anytime Uncle Carl wants you, <laughs> he can give me a bell. And we'll work it out. And Miss Catherine go answer it, and she may or may not send it up to me, depending upon her mood. Right. That particular day. And let's just hope it's not Dontanella calling. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, "Okay, all right. So okay." I said, "You know, you're probably going to have to hold the back, but we'll we'll cross you know that bridge." I'm when coming we get there. to the yeah. set, yeah. So we'll we'll figure it out. And so, um, I we get it all done. Everybody's booked. It's shoot day. She had said to me, how much time should I allocate? I'm like, well, it's one picture, so hour and a half in hair and makeup, hour, hour and a half on set three. Three, three Block hours. four hours. I mean, but, cause technical think things about can half happen. a day, because we're talking, right, we're talking again here. Okay. And so I waited until she called to say, I'm here, I'm in hair and makeup, so when are you coming? And I'm like, I'll be there in about an hour. You know, because I don't need to sit there. Right. Got other clients. <laughs> so uh, I go to the set and she's in hair and makeup. And I walked in there and I was like, oh, my God. Uh oh, you are so beautiful. I cannot okay. even stand it. So it was I mean, she deal. is with no makeup on. But yeah. when they got her because it was a very natural. Yeah. And she's like, she oh doesn't my need God, much. You're so sweet. So um, the Photographer, you know, the creative director, mm -hmm. the client, everyone had been in to talk to her and welcome her and get make sure everything was cool. Mm -hmm. So I go to talk to the creative director and I said, how would you feel if the handbag is on the ledge? It's up here and she's standing next to it rather than holding it down here mm -hmm. or holding it up here. Yeah, and that could be a little awkward. What if it's just over there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, 
Okay, Try I'm like that. that's probably how it needs to be. <laughs> Love you, meaning. Are you picking up hearts. what I'm putting down here? <laughs> so anyway, they shot it holding the bag, this, that, and the other thing, and um, he said, "Oh my God, you know what? Absolutely right. It looks much better there." course it does we i said well you can see it right like this is a product shot with a person in it let's break it down a person we got a purse we trying to sell and we got a human being who is secondary ish to the bag right and the bag is secondary ish to her anyway she was there like a total of an hour shooting because you know just tweaking lighting and this kind of thing and they're like, okay, well, we got it, and thank you very much. And she's like, I'm done. I'm like, you're done. She's like, this, this is like, this is not a real world. No. Can she's you like, get me a whole bunch yeah. more of these? And I'm like, <laughs> how many? Get these a cell can phone. We be doing? And we. <laughs> um, oh, I love it. Oh my god, and I, she was so cool. And the picture was is it gorgeous? gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I love that you had all. I mean. Of course you did because you're the greatest ever but had everything situated when she walked in the door and it was like a five minute combo and she was like i'm sorry this much for what and how and you're like yep 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 all done oh it wasn't a conversation of would you like to do a dior ad right it was done <laughs> right. right you're like this has already been situated right and the, um, all the fighting and yelling and screaming and throwing things has transpired right and there's your number Thank you. Right. And you're welcome for not having to deal with any of that. That's why I do you what know I what do. Though, one, of the, one thing I will say is I never was the agent who would say to someone on the other end of the telephone wanting to pay someone I represented a lot of money, uh-huh. um, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I did if it was super stupid. Right. But I was always like, okay, that's awesome. That, number, <laughs> that's, that, that money's not going to make it happen. But- um, if you can come to X, I think we might, I think there's a deal to be we done We might here. have a little right. chitty chat. And I was always so calm and reasonable, like mm-hmm. a businessman. Like, mm-hmm. you're here to do a deal. I'm here to do a deal. You left your Let's emotions do a deal. out of it. Yeah. Right. And, you know, somebody asked me recently, what is wrong? A major casting director, mm-hmm. major, 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 that I'm still very close with, mm-hmm. um, said, come back. Please come back in the business. These agents now are so stupid and it's all about them. Their egos are out of control and they don't even, they, they, they throw things at me with nothing to back it up. They'll say, well, she's going to be the biggest, the next biggest thing. Right. Well, who is, what shows is she on option for? What magazines is yeah. she on option for? What campaigns is she on? I mean, at least give me what people are considering hiring her for, booking right. her for. And even because she hasn't actually done the, anything yeah, yet. Next big thing. So he was like, man, these, these agents nowadays, they are just totally unprofessional. They have no idea what they're doing or talking about. And um, I said, well, not all of them, because... There's a group out there of six or seven that I trained on my desk in my office, and they're all running agencies now, and they are legit. Yeah, so you should go find them. And here's their numbers. (laughs) It was so fun. I love it. Well, I know you have a million million. more Catherine stories, but they can't really be repeated on the air. Some of them can, some of them can't. <laughs> but when I, when Gwyneth left from that meeting and um, 
uh, I went downstairs to reception. Uh, she is sitting there with her arms folded and her wig crooked on her head. <laughs> this is Catherine. And she says, well, did I do okay? I said, let me catch you in a dark alley. <laughs> and then y'all probably went and had a couple cockers. Oh, a couple? <laughs> oh, my God. I miss you, Catherine. Oh, I love it. She's in heaven now. Bless her heart. Well, I know she's shining down on you. She is. And I love her and will always. That's so sweet. Well, so, Libby. Um, another fun hour we another had. Another fun. I love that we just said, you know what? This time we're just going to have fun we're and be silly and talk a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like George Lancaster said, some mindless chatter. <laughs> it's at, hey, Georgie. Hey. Um, it's total mindless chatter, but G-L-C. that's kind of what I love. G to the C to the L. Sorry, G to the C to Child the L. Not yeah, look. I know. Dyslexic. <laughs> anyway, um, thank George, thanks for listening. For listening and, yes. and everybody subscribe on iTunes. Yes, please. Do us a flavor flav. Right. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. I think so. But subscribe. That's important to us, guys, because we want to keep coming back. That's right, boo. So support us. We love you. And love we y'all. thank you for listening. Happy week. Till next time. Bye. Bye.